Welcome, it's SV Pod, Stanford Steve, Scott Van Pelt with you. We are here, we are available because neither of us got the invite to the Met Gala. Oh, that's tonight? I just, I was looking at the timeline on Twitter. I just, I just asked rhetorically, like, what happens there? What, like, what goes on? I asked. I've never been invited. I'm thinking I won't get the invite. No. Um, I just asked if, do they, are, are there small plates? Chit Free chat, food? Dice games? The overwhelming answer on Twitter is cocaine. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> so you just go to the Met Gala, you dress up like Captain Crunch, and then you just go do a boatload of uh, good, the good stuff. Apparently, I don't know. I, I, so it's I, a late I, night. Look, I haven't been invited to the ESPYs. I figure the Met Gala is probably a bridge too far. You know? Mm. Probably not going to get to that one. I just we'll chit-chat. I just don't get. I, I wonder. I just. I, I. I. don't understand what happens. Is there a. Is there a bar? I don't. I, there has to be. All that many famous people and some sort of bar. Okay. Probably long line though. But I. Mm. I, I understand. There. There. Like there are a lot of functions over the weekend. Here they had the um, White House correspondence dinner. That's where everyone shows up and you get made fun of. But everybody kind of just understands that that's what it is. But I understand that's what happens. So you, you show up and then they make fun of you and you laugh or you get mad. And then I guess you have a dinner and then you go home. Um, I just don't I don't know what the function of the Met Gala is. <laughs> is. Is there does someone speak? Is there a like maybe they're watching? Um, maybe they're watching. I mean, uh, it's in New York. Rangers. Rangers, Devils. Rangers they got to be a TV on Rangers Devils. Right. Or maybe it's on ESPN too, and it's the bad beats of, of March. Oh, maybe folks are watching you and me cut it up. Maybe, <clears throat> unlikely. Mm. Given all of the, that is going on and Oof. went on in the world of sports, I I feel that as though we could start draft. There were some interesting things that happened. NBA playoffs, championship DNA on display. Steph Curry apparently. Gave his guys quite a, a talking to, and then I went out and dropped half a hundred. But you can only begin with what happened in the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? Yes. I just can't ever make sense of that sport and what happens in the spring. It's just, I just wrote something for SportsCenter for one big thing about a, a one-off. I mean, Purdue's not losing to, who'd they lose to? FDU. There you go. Sorry, FDU. I managed to erase that. Big Ten Scotty, I got a blind spot. That that's that's a one-off. And it most likely would never happen again, but it happened the night that it needed to for Fairleigh Dickinson. But it the Panthers beat the Bruins four times in seven games. The Bruins lost three games in a row. They, they lost three games in a series at home. That doesn't make any it's not possible. The, this Colorado lost on home ice in game seven to a team that didn't exist two years ago. <laughs> and it happened on the same day in back-to-back games. Yeah. That blows my mind, that sport. Because you don't see it in other sports? Why don't we see it? That's the question. And and what's home court mean in, in basketball? More, It didn't mean anything to, to the Kings. And, you know, the Bucks managed to lose on home floor. I want to get to that at some point. It's way late, but the whole Giannis and there's no failure and all that. We at least need to take a crack, a swing at that. I just can't make sense of, of why every spring the Stanley Cup playoffs feel like complete and utter chaos. Um, I, I, it's just the, the difference between winning and losing that sport. We've talked about this. It's so fractional. It's a, it's accidental. Tavares spins around and flings one off a dude's skate for the Islanders. Mm-hmm. And and your your season's over, and Carolina moves on. Um, the difference be- between how you win and lose, it feels just it's. It, I don't feel like you that ha- it does, you wouldn't try to pass the ball in basketball and have it bounce off somebody's head and have it go in the basket, and then your season's over. But that's kind of what happens in hockey. Mm-hmm. And I'm not minimizing the skill; it's, it's breathtaking. I love it. It's just the accidents that lead to the the moment that ends games so often. I would have a hard time making that make sense to me. But every bit of credit in the world, the Panthers, I mean, they just, they didn't blink. And they're still playing. 
I just can't imagine if you're Boston, how uh, you're. It's over. Mm-hmm. For Hagee, for Hagee scores and it's it's over. Is there season? Is there Bruins season a failure? <laughs> no, it isn't. They 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 had an they they had a an historic season, one that should always be recognized for what it was, which was an, an all time great season, and they and they also failed. They mm-hmm. failed on home ice twice against a team they had forty three points more than. So the season wasn't a failure. The Stanley Cup playoffs were. Both things can be true. All right. Giannis is not a failure as a human. The Bucks season wasn't a failure as a team. Blowing a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter and being absolutely terrified in the process, that was f- failure in that moment. Period. They, they absolutely melted down, which was mind-boggling. It resulted in the rare 2 a.m. East Coast time call to Rosillo. Oh, he's like, I'm just I'm shook. I'm trying to make sense of this. That's not a team. That's a team who's done it. Budenholzer, Giannis, mostly as that group was constructed, they'd done it, mm-hmm. which makes which makes the meltdown in that moment so much stranger to me. It made it harder for me to figure out how they did everything in their power wrong to allow Butler in Miami to do what had to be done. They had to do a ton right to win. Yeah, they were pretty shook. <laughs> they as shook every, as every aspect of it amazing uh, wasn't it yeah to see out and play i mean what never gets talked about because it wasn't in the highlight that we ran was they're about to get the ball down two and Giannis fouls Struce on a three-pointer he makes two or three so now it's four points instead of two and then they ended up losing by two like that 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 was the play where i was like oh my god you you, you can't do it like that, that's day one. Don't foul stand up three point shooters. You know, you can't walk underneath them. He walked underneath them and hit his hand. It was just a, a sign that I just saw like he's not himself. He doesn't know what's going on right now. They, they played defense for 23 seconds left. The shot clock's down. They are going to get the ball with a chance to tie the game. And then they're not because he made a boneheaded play. And I just looked at him, how fast he was to, to shoot the ball. And you could just see the the free throws definitely rattle him. What's what how how he shoots him earlier in the game because then he just tries to get as close to the hoop as possible, knowing that 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 feels like his 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 only chance. Uh, he wasn't going to make a jumper, and being that close, hopefully maybe he get a three point play uh, where it's only one in free throw instead of two. So that that was just a team melt that started with their best player, and I just saw a, a flaw there. Uh, that when your best player is not a shooter, uh, as we saw with Steph Curry yesterday, that is that is a way they could be attacked. And I thought they just they bled from within, and it it was it was ugly. Um, yeah, and, and, and Miami and, took care of it. Yeah, and then Miami goes on the road and wins game one. Well, I'll get to the NBA in a minute because I mean, obviously, the failure thing was where the conversation from Boston yeah made, made sense to ask was it a failure. I'll go back to the Charlie McAvoy sound we had post All-Star break about Bergeron and went back and listened to it today. He said, you know, he's a he says jump, you say how high. He's like, you'll tell your kids you play with him someday. And he said, like, we all know that this group could look a whole lot different next year, which is why when you saw him and Marshan uh hugging, leaving the ice. And look, I know that around the country there's there's, you know, very tiny violins being played for all the fans that 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 root for Boston to lose. Like, yeah. yeah, we we can't we can't conjure up a whole lot of sympathy for you. You guys have had plenty of parades, and mm-hmm. that's all tr- that's all true. But let's just look at it for this group, and know that 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 moment could be the end of it. And again, how it ends? You're skating, you're skating, you're trying, you're skating. It's like you're like Tony Soprano in the in the diner, fade to black. It's done, done. That's the part to me that's just the most interesting part of Stanley Cup playoff hockey. Game seven playoff overtime. Next goal ends the series and ends a historic season. Colorado's like, there are, I mean, injuries and issues off ice and, yeah. and the cracking group 
you know, the, the, the some of the parts of that group, they're, they've been kind of that's their identity all year. We had Eberle on after game five, I want to say it was. I mean, it's sort of been who they are. But still, you look now at the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I looked, Steve, today at the, the – the last time people have won, it's either never or not since 2006. So someone's going to have one <laughs> hell of a party come June, whoever gets to get their hands on the cup. Well, the biggest thing now is with Boston and Colorado out, mm-hmm. the two favorites are two teams from Canada. And we know that that's 1993. How about the way that, how about the way the Leafs celebrated? I mean, I understand and I, I, the people kind of mocking him like, hey, congrats on winning the Stanley Cup. Like, it was a, relax, man. That's It's been a long time. They've come up small re- again and again and again in these moments. And I look at a Capitals team that couldn't do it, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. And then they beat the Penguins in a game seven or much of game six. And whatever, they, they won in Pittsburgh, I want to mm-hmm. say. They slayed that Penguin dragon. And then the next thing you know, they won it all. So, there's a certain hurdle that the teams teams have to get over. Um, so I'm not going to mock them for the way they celebrated that one. They were fired up to finally get over the hump, and they did. And it took a lot for Edmonton to survive the Kings. Um, that, yeah. was, that was quite a series. And, I mean, I know, I mean, maybe from a TV standpoint, I'm supposed to be rooting for the American teams to do well because I'm not. I'm just rooting for the most interesting story. If it's Leafs, if it's Leafs Oilers, yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. But after what we just saw in the first series, even starting to look that far down the road, what's the point? What's the point? Live in the now. See what goes on. I mean, whoever it is, it's probably not who we think it'll be based on the way the first round went. No. No, because every series and every round brings another challenge, and that's the great part of it. And just going back to the hockey thing, why it happens, I think it's just a point of when you – Look at it as an outsider. This is the way I look. This is the way I look at it. Right? Neither of us have ever put ice skates on. Neither nope, of us have ever can't skate. Pond. Never even taken a one timer. That's uh, not true. Pond, na- pond hockey. I was nasty. I oh yeah. Have, I had a, quite a wrister. Well, that orange, that orange plastic puck. So oh, what yeah. do you wear on your feet and pond hockey? Sneakers, bro, or oh. boots. <laughs> I can't skate. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, all right. Go ahead. We, we haven't been relate. in the locker. Yes, yes. We haven't been in the mix. In the room, Steve. The yeah, room. in the Get room. It right. In the room with the boys. With the boys buzzing. <laughs> um, I just like ninety-five percent of the hockey guys you meet are awesome. They have this aw shucks way of you know hand, of dealing with with you where you know they don't get too high, they don't get too low. But you know they have that little tinge in their eye when it's on. <laughs> yeah. It's on giddy up you know so Uh i can't ever speak to it because i've never been in the locker room but that's where i think they just have to be wired differently because of i've I've said it for you know forever a deflection can end careers it can end seasons it ends the bruins awesome regular season uh so you you got to be a little messed up and you got to look at things differently in the mindset that that could happen to you and you could benefit off of it also. So I, I just love it. It's the best pro sports tournament there is. I and agree. it literally feels like this year is going to be last man standing. You know, who's going who's gonna to be there at the end? Uh, and it, it's just awesome to watch night in and night out. As you and I are talking, there is another game seven. So by the time this is out there, we'll know whether it's Rangers or Devils. But it's just it's just been... It's been remarkable, mm. remarkable on the NBA side of things. You lose the one in the East with Milwaukee, as we were just discussing and how they lost Jimmy Butler's that the gear he possesses is it's amazing. It's part of the, uh, it's just the difference between the regular season and the, and the, and the postseason. I'll, I'll sure to a degree, I'll, I'll buy that, but I you talk about being wired a certain way. Having having that sort of competitive fire that Butler possesses, and the follow me, and everybody does, that's that's rare. Uh, not a, not a ton of guys built like that. No. And you go into the garden, and I felt bad. My pal Ben Stiller. I say my pal. 
we met once and I sent him a note watching them in the garden and just I mean this when I say there's nothing like the garden in the spring, whether mm-hmm. it, when it's Knicks or Rangers. Yeah, and I said as much. And then they lost. I said, that was a rookie move by me texting you early. He's like, yeah, we need Randall. I'm like, yeah, yeah an all star would help you. <laughs> <laughs> Randall would certainly would certainly help. Uh, but just I think Nick fans didn't take long for Aaron Rodgers to start getting blamed for stuff. I saw that. That was funny. Yeah, well, the Rangers won with you. Is there? Just settle down, New York. Just watch number eight in the green. Just cheer for him. Like, the, let's not let's can't not, get used to the eight though. Looks weird. I agree, but hey, respect to the man for saying twelve belongs to a different dude, which it does. But f- f- Nick's heat's going to be a Nick, Nick's heat's going to be fun. Warriors uh, Lakers will be insane, just because it's. It's LeBron and Steph and those two teams and the fan bases and the fact that I think there was a while earlier this year when I, I wouldn't have thought for a moment that the Lakers would be part of this. And the Warriors' ability to go on the road in that building and win that game following Curry just shows you that there's still still tread on those tires and still an organizational want to where they just, they weren't, I don't know. And I mean, I'm not saying they said it because they didn't say it out loud, but I'm, I'm wondering if part of what Curry's said is this isn't coming to an end in Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's, oh, no. the Kings are obviously on the come up and I hope you get what I'm saying when I'm saying that Sacramento, not that you're not worthy, but this is your first playoffs in 20 some years and they've been on a run and they hadn't been there, and Golden State had. And King season, not a failure. They, um, I well, will this, say this goes back to the Rosillo question: Can you have a good year without absolutely. winning a championship? The Kings, for sure, did. They yeah. showed everybody they're real. They're going to stay real. They don't have and, to see their name on the graphic anymore of longest playoff drought. I think that probably gets old when you're playing for a team. I would imagine yeah. it must. Um, but no, Scott, I had a moment yesterday. I had. I did more things in that series of Warriors Kings that ended up being pretty right. Like I took the Warriors for the series at the beginning, paid a hefty price, had the Kings in game one, took the Warriors again for the series down 0-1, still a favored price, took the Kings again in game two, hit that. And then I'm going through again. I had the Kings when we were here Friday night, uh, plus the points, they end up doing that. And I, yesterday before the game, I'm sitting there before the game comes on. I'm like, am I going to do this? Am I going to go through this whole series and hedge off and take the Kings in a one-game thing where I just sat here for six games and hemmed and hawed and knowing that I have the Warriors and we're, we're already up money? And I said, no. I said, I got Steph Curry and they don't, and the Warriors are going to win this game. That's what I said to myself. So we let it ride, and we came out on top. And that is what I think people don't understand and, and and the people that aren't fans of Curry is no one could do a game seven like he did yesterday. He's running around like the Energizer Bunny and Sacramento has no answer for it. And you look like Looney's getting some rebounds. Clay wasn't some. good. He had 21. Yeah. But I'm saying like, what is he getting from everybody else? Clay hits a four point play in a huge spot. Pool wasn't good. You know, Draymond's not going to score a ton of points. And they needed that from Steph, and he got it. And the video occur saying, hey, I got all four timeouts. They're for you. If you need one, let's use one. I, I just thought it was awesome. And it's still uh, why I, I hold him in the, in the highest regard in the league because I look at him in those situations, and I look at, say, a John Morant or a Giannis. They have no – they don't even have a level – of what he could do because they can't shoot the ball the way he does. And that's why it's just, it's awesome to see. And this is great because I think this is the closest we've had with the teams with LeBron and Steph, Mm -hmm. you know, Durant got in the way in the middle there, but like now it it, it feels this, this is awesome because it's not for the finals. It's a, it's a conference semifinal. It's, it's two teams that are, you know, long story histories and I think the last time they played and only time is 91 in like a five game first round series, like Hardaway against late magic and, and uh, 
late magic career and James Worthy. Uh, but I think it was run TMC. So uh, I'm just pumped we get these two teams playing uh, a seven-game series. I, I think it's going to be phenomenal to watch. And the biggest factor to me is Anthony Davis. I mean, the f- game one against the Grizzlies, he, he says he can't feel his arm, and then he's the best player three of the games in the series. And then now we have him matched up against, you know, whatever, Draymond, Big Loon. So yeah, awesome, Matt. What gives? I think I think the Warriors make more threes. And that's the difference in a, in a great series. I'll tell you what I can't understand is, is why all these, you know, took this here, took that there, had this team here. I, I you know, never look a little heads up to your boy. Never look, hey, we're just, you know, thinking, I'm thinking I got a little clarity here. Yeah, we talk. We did. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just learning about this, who had what, where. I mean, you know, you, you mention it in passing. <laughs> I mean, just you know. I mean, I made just a little note to self right here. Steve thinks Warriors. You don't. You don't like series. You don't like long bets. I don't like. You're, you're I, a first I, half guy. That's not true. I, I I don't like. I don't like. I don't like having my money tied up for an entire baseball season to see if I'm right about you know. Although I did go Orioles over the season total. There you go. I feel kind of good about that, but. It just feels like a long time to wait. But, I mean, a series, I can wait for that. And it sounds to me like, you know, you've got clarity there. All right. We got the, der- we got the Derby Saturday. That's two minutes. Can you handle two minutes? <laughs> I've never never had the right side of that. I don't, I don't understand it enough. That's you and Felica's lane. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. I think it's interesting what you say about this is a 38-year-old LeBron who yeah. still clearly has so much in the tank, particularly when you know someone wants to run his mouth. Which I, I mean, he LeBron waited to send out the Jay Z tweet until after it was over, which I don't blame. I mean, I'd have said something, and he, he said some stuff during the series on the floor, but like Brooks not talking after they got eliminated is just such complete. It's just so small, man. So, so small. I mean, you, you go full WWE heel and then run from the media when it's over. Like, that's just chicken behavior of the highest order. <laughs> the end. Just be a, be a pro and eat it. You got to eat it. You got to wear it. You got to. You said it, man. No one else said it. Yeah. You, you said it. And then you run from the media. Like, it's just, I can't, I can't say how little regard I have for that kind of conduct. Mm. Um, look, Ja was up there after they got beat by 40, and, you know, what could he do? I mean, he, he, you're the face of the team. You got to go sit there and, and deal with it, especially after you said, no, nah, I'm, I'm good in the West. Mm. Are you? Now, let's, let's be fair to them. Let's be fair to them. You have Steven Adams, you have Brandon Clark. Do you look different? You you do. You certainly do. And they they weren't whole. They weren't whole. And so that was a big part of what uh that happened in that series. But even at 38, you know, LeBron's competitive fire, Anthony Davis, the the wild cards of Reeves, who's look, anybody that watched college basketball, like you know, you you know the guy had he had it there, but I mean Plenty of guys that look good on, you know, Super Tuesday with for, with Frischilla and Norman. And then, you know, you don't look like that when you got Breen and company courtside. Yeah. Um, but look, him, D'Lo, like they got some guys. They got some dudes that can go. Who do you like in that series? I like the Warriors. Okay. I don't know what the answer for Davis is. That's I think the- you just let him, let him get his. Go ahead. Somebody got to be somebody else. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a fascinating matchup when you look at the breakdown. Like, obviously, the Lakers in their size, that was a difference against the Grizz. And the Warriors don't have, really have a lot of size. I just think there's a lot of feelings in this series on either side that probably don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And that's and but they're professionals and but there's going, respect. There's respect at the root of it. Yes. And they're going to go about it competing. That's and the that's, difference. That's what's awesome. That's the difference. Is that like if the if the Warriors because look, the Warriors, the Grizzlies don't like the Warriors either. You know, the Grizzlies are like they want to fight everybody. Like, okay, okay. Mm. I mean, you got a lot of enemies, man. Go you fight yourselves of, in the offseason. Well, you got they got a lot of people, a lot of people in line going, Well, yeah, we want the smoke too. Um, but what's different is that that I think ultimately that there is it, it, look, because how could it not be? If you're the yeah. Lakers and you look at the Warriors, they've earned it repeatedly. And if you're the Warriors and you look at LeBron and Davis and, you know, they've earned it too. So then that makes that series really interesting. Now we're, again, we're talking on a Monday and we got Celtics and uh, Sixers playing their first game. We get the second look at, um, at Jokic in Denver, or excuse me, should I say Jamal Murray in Denver? Mm. Jokic called Jamal Murray, our best player. I, you know, I, you know what I love about Murray is he's looking around saying, what do I have to do for you people? <laughs> like, what do you think the bubble was make believe? I guy, I tore my ACL. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm right now. I'm good. You good? Because I am. <laughs> and you know they Timberwolves gave him some games. People, people look. Let's just be honest. Like a lot of this is Jokic. People just don't like. Didn't like yeah. Jokic winning a bunch of MVPs, and they just have zero respect for Denver. None. When I say they, I mean, I get, am I talking about Twitter? I don't know who I'm talking about. Just in general, doesn't feel like there's a long line of people going, you know, who's awesome. Denver. Legler said it over and over and over again throughout this year, but them giving it to, to Phoenix in game one, uh, maybe was a little eye opening to some. What Phoenix looks like in game two is to me is really the most interesting part. I mean, do they look like, do they have to win this game? They don't have to win this game. Just that I need to feel like they could win this game to not leave Denver thinking that Denver's on to the finals in the, in the Western Conference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's really hard to to not overreact in these situations. I would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there because it's pretty evident. And that's why I like I have Denver for the series because I just well, love thanks, the depth. Thanks again, Steve. Yeah. Thanks. The depth that they have and Phoenix really looks like a team that's still figuring it out. That's pretty scary, man. That's scary when you're in a conference semifinals and you're going to play at the one seed and they, they look like they don't know who their best, who that other fifth guy is. And, you know, Aiden is Aiden. It's, it sucks, but I thought he was going to be better and he's, you know, goes disappearing acts a lot of times. Uh, I mean, that, that one, that one, whatever that one little video that showed Jokic playing volleyball on the on the rim and Aiden just sort of standing there watching that got a lot of run I hesitate to give out letter grades based on like an eight second clip but you know you'd like to see a little more engagement yeah it's not unreasonable right no not at all but no I, I just think that Denver and the other thing too is you mentioned the people that don't like Jokic because of the MVPs mm-hmm. I also would like to know how many people that don't like Denver actually watch them a lot this year. That's probably that, true. That, that that's that's what I think happens here. It's like oh Nuggets, who they have? Oh, they got Jokic, Murray's not healthy. I'm like, yeah, that's your problem. You don't you got to watch them. I mean, they are as deep as anybody, um, and they're fun. They're they're legit. So I, I, I'm a I'm just a huge I'm a huge fan of Murray. Um, it's a tough this is a tough spot for me because Booker's I, I like watching Booker as much as anybody. Hey, this favorites list of yours is just getting longer and longer. It's better than people I hate. It's better than like isn't it? <laughs> no, that's way longer. It'll never get that. Our It'll list of people, our long. list of people we can't stand. So the, so the fact that I fact that Durant's always been my favorite guy, but yep. now Booker is probably right there with him. I well, just Murray's I, coming. Wow. I, I just I love his fearlessness. 
I love okay. the shot taking slash shot making ability that he has. Okay. I'm bummed to not get to watch De'Aaron Fox anymore. I love him. That, oh, yeah. His, Fox is on there now. Foxy. Yeah, Foxy. His, his change pace and then the ability to put the brakes on and just hit shot after shot. That guy's such a stud. Mm. Holy crap. I love that guy's game. That's a long list, Steve. It's a, a pretty good start in five, though. Long list of, of my favorite people <laughs> that I have. And they're all kind of playing each other. Yeah. We're already down to the we don't get four games a night anymore, which is sad. I know. Yeah, it's more fun when there's more games. You're gonna be you're gonna be looking at Bijan Robinson and your mocks. I'm trying to figure out which skill position rookie is the one that I'm gonna most massively overrate. Because mm. la- last year was a tough one for me. Because Garrett Wilson was great, Olave was really good. You got to look at spots where you're gonna get if on the and the receiving end. I don't care if you have a good quarterback. I'm just looking for target volume, Steve. <laughs> I just want target volume. <laughs> and then like the the BYU running back Atlanta guy was pretty good. Yeah. All year. Yeah. Very he good. Nice. He was nice. He was nice. But I mean, they took him eighth. Your man Gibbs went 12th. Swift got traded. Yeah. Philadelphia's like, she, wait, he played for Georgia. How much you want? <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? It's crazy. The, the, the Eagles are going to have the two, the two absolute tanks from Georgia that were side by side in Athens, side by side in Philly. Yeah, which is, which is, I mean, it's not like that's all they've got. They've got some fellows to begin with. What, what did you, what draft wise, what, what was significant? Anything that we should discuss here? Uh, no, I, I mean, we covered. You know, plenty has been said about the Levis deal. I, I do find it. Who do you think starts more games for the Colts? Richardson or Minshew? Ooh. I mean, they took him for a reason. Steichen, I mean, a lot's made of Steichen working with Hertz. Yeah. I think they're very different kinds of players. Very different. If Richardson starts more, it doesn't, it's that doesn't likely mean something good for the Colts. Correct. So my guess would be that 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 Minshew will start more. Because you're still you're still in a in a division where I mean, what are the Texans? We don't know. The Jags become fairly overwhelming favorites, I guess. The Titans. Think about that, what you just said. Well, I, I did, as I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Titans still have still have Tannehill. Yeah. So I, I would think that you probably still just lean on a guy who's been a starter because to a man, even the people that were the biggest fans of Richardson all said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He needs to go somewhere where he doesn't have to play. And he was on our show and he said, you know, he'd rather play. I respect that. That's the correct answer. I don't know. Yeah. I've never once in my life at any level seen anybody that's like no i'd much rather not play i'd rather watch i'm good never so all credit to him i mean for having a hunger to when i get get out there and compete but i think the benefit as has been demonstrated through the years of just watching and again this is where we invoke the 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 great (laughs) fact about um mahomes Dude got a text tech, didn't know who the Mike linebacker was because that wasn't something you had to worry about a whole lot in the Big 12. <laughs> Nine routes, go. One button hook. Uh, you, Who's the button hooker? <laughs> Somebody turn around at seven yards. We got to get a first down. Well, I, I got you. Everybody else, nine. He benefited, and, and, and things have gone quite well for him. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, the Levis thing, was just who was it? Was it Ballard from the Colts that got up there and was MF and people for leaking stuff about the rumors and this and that? And it's like, I, I don't know. None of you guys tell the truth. I mean, and it's it's the, the you know, we're, we're, we exist now in this world where information is is so coveted and any little nuggets going to get parsed up and retweeted. And I'm, I'm hearing this and I'm hearing this. And OK, also. All of that's going to get 
put out there. And then somebody with, you know, some name and 12 letters on Reddit says that Levis is going first. And then the, the markets move, which is, inc- <laughs> which is incredible. That's why I'm like, I'll book all your prop action next year, except for Kazarian. That guy will hurt you. Um, other than that, I'll book all your prop action because no one knows anything. Yeah, it's made me really not take a liking to it. I love the idea of it. I love what it's become. I love the opportunity for these guys. But the, it feels like the wagering on it has just ruined everybody's you know, idea of it because you can't even – I mean, we have people – the three highest people, like I felt like Mel, Mel, Todd, and Daniel Jeremiah all had Levis going there. Like that had to be from a good source that totally lied, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And I mean, I, look, I, I said similar things about him as I did about Daniel Jones. I mean, you watched him at Kentucky and you saw him in a bunch of big time spots. And yeah, Kay's big arm talent. Yeah. But did you ever think you were watching a guy that was like a top five pick in the draft? No. No. And as it turned out, he wasn't. But he, I mean, he he's in a situation where he could be in the best possible spot. Look, they took a guy last year pretty high. And, you know, evidently the reports are that they, things kind of soured there. So they take Levis. You still have a, you have a vet. Tannehill to me is a lot like an Alex Smith, a guy that's been a quarterback on a playoff team that's, that's you know, certainly competent, but isn't viewed as a superstar. But learn, you can certainly learn from a guy like Tannehill if you're Levis. No doubt. Just do the do the thing that helps you learn. Show yeah. up, keep your mouth shut, and listen. You can learn plenty when you do all that. So, well, I mean that. Yeah, I'm a Raiders fan now. Why is that? Michael Mayer, Raiders. I am too. Jacorian Bennett, Dirty Turp. There we go. Uh, you yeah, love I kind of guy. need an NFL team. I feel like you're for rent. You're you're who do I have plus three and a half? That's fine. Yeah, but like I'd like to get invested. I mean, all we do is get beaten over the head with NFL stuff. So, um, let me invite you to join the Commander Bagger. All right, they're my NFC team. Left hand up. Who are we? Commanders. Get some maybe some new ownership coming down the pike here. Yeah, is that like what's when's the party? I don't know. Doesn't doesn't new owners just have like a big party? I don't know. I don't know what any if it's real or not. I don't know when that's going to happen. It seems like it's supposed to, but hasn't. I thought it might around draft time. Yeah. Party, like to invite new fans. That sounds like a good idea. You don't have to invite new ones. You just have to invite the old ones back. <laughs> Again, it's simple. Just invite invite them to be part of what it was. What, what it once was. Greatest, greatest connector of the DMV was that. Great. Wow. I'm telling you. Ask any, ask any of the old timers. They'll tell you. It was, it was special thing and it, it was allowed to deteriorate to the point that it's non-existent so the new the new people all you have to do is ask them back and then probably win some games because i think you got to get a new stadium too well that's a given just say <laughs> that <laughs> you're not going to fedex field i'll tell no, you that right no, now i'm all set there nope. thank you um but you, scott we'll give you a helicopter and nope nope We'll put a million in cash in a bag in the suite. It'll be very obvious. All right, what time? <laughs> Short of that, we're probably we're probably all set. But w- so many people like me just want a reason. Just just give me a reason to just give me a reason. Well, you got your reason. You're in now. Eh, we'll see. New owners. Like, not hadn't happened. The Jackson thing felt was was interesting. And contract talk stuff is boring in these moments, but I think it's important. I think it's instructive to everybody that Watson got a deal that was insane. Ravens ownership's like, we're not going to make another bad decision just because some other owner did. No, I think the whole league was like that, Scott. I agree. The whole league was pissed and still is at Cleveland. Uh, They should be because you have like, think about, think about what happened. I mean, yeah, wasn't just that you threw an, an entire sort of salary structure out the window. You did so for a guy who at the time had a lengthy list of issues off the field. But nevertheless, it was done. And so it has it leaves a guy like Lamar Jackson going, now, hold on a minute. I want an MVP. I would like that, too. But then the Hertz deal let an organization, whether it's ownership, GM, pretty well admired around the league, 
And, and then that allows Baltimore to turn to, to Lamar Jackson and go, hey, listen, here's a 24-year-old who just led his team to the Super Bowl who was on track to be an MVP before he got hurt, much like you. And here's what his numbers are. We can give you something similar to that. It's fair. It's really fair. You're going to be incredibly well compensated. You're good. Your kids are good. Your kids' kids will be good. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and listen, credit to Jackson who did it, didn't have an agent. We talked about this on Sports Center. Like having an agent is mostly to have conversations you don't want to have with mm. your bosses because inevitably you'll take things personally, which aren't. And it worked out in the end. He did incredibly well. Doesn't have to give anything to no percentage to a, to an owner. Uh, excuse me, an agent. Baltimore gives up a ton, gives him a ton of dough, but it's not all guaranteed. They just want some protection. And given the fact that Jackson has missed some games these last couple of years, that's not unreasonable. Ultimately, it's nice that people were, I think, fair and and not unreasonable. And that's what ended up happening. Didn't look like it would for a while, but Baltimore dug in its heels and just said, no, we're not trading you. And it works out in the end. I don't know what the moral of the story is. I think the moral of the story, kids, is if you're really good at your job and you stand on your beliefs, then in the end, you'll, you'll get $185 million. So that's what I'm looking for next contract. <laughs> How much guaranteed? All of it? All of it. All of not it. A, not a penny less. As not Mr. Napoleon told us, what's the guaranteed? Not a, not a penny less. Shout to Coach Al Calhoun. <laughs> not a penny less. Um, 185. Got a question for you. 185. <laughs> got a question for you. Yep. You mentioned uh, being from the old school. You are mm-hmm. an older guy. We, we grew up. <laughs> Watching and seeing the same thing in the sport of basketball, basketball players wore high tops. They sure did. Jimmy Butler yesterday was not wearing high tops because no one wears high tops except LeBron. He wore LeBron twos. I think it was. Will we ever see high tops return? If you mean like the old school mid 80s Nike Air that each one weighed as much as a toaster. How about we go uh, ultra light versions of those? Yes, because everything comes back around. So at some point, it's going to dawn on these dudes that wearing high tops is probably a, a better play for your ankles. Exactly. That's my point is that will that ever be the deciding factor? I don't think so. I feel like dudes would play in slides if they could. <laughs> With socks. With socks, socks. and slides. <laughs> like, what are we doing? When did this happen? When? Did, and you know what it is? It's like everything else. It's it's obviously high tops are not cool. Yes. It's high tops. You yep. come out and you'll get, what are those? You get can't clapped. wear those with my, no. with my dungarees. Look, I'm, as you said, I'm old. So I am old, and I remember. I when, said old school. That doesn't make you. Old. No, you said old school. Then you just said an older guy, no. which is accurate. I'm not over here mad, but just. But like, if you're a shoe company, are you making high tops? No, for who? Exactly. I don't understand. I don't know when it happened. It's brutal. Like a lot of things. Just well, I well, I, I guess while well, I wasn't paying attention. Hmm. Um, what else? Do we have any life stuff that's going on? We played a soccer game Saturday morning. In the you grass, played in the rain? The grass was 23 inches high. Like Notre Dame against USC? Like worse. We had two girls kicked it and got by the goalie, and the grass stopped it. It didn't get in the goal because the grass was too high. Couldn't even see the out-of-bounds line. Not what good. Was, what, kind of, what kind of choices were being made? Because... We live in the same county, and I'll just our Friday activities were canceled, Saturday morning activities canceled, Sunday's baseball game canceled. MSI not, said, not, "Get out there and play soccer." Not the Saturday morning soccer. How'd we do? How'd the? How'd the? Uh, we got a four-two win and a two-two tie. Are you guys? What are you like AAU soccer? You play multiple games? No, that one six-year-old oh, one oh, oh, uh, oh, nine-year-old uh, pushed. Okay, drew. We drew. Wait, wait, and then, then, then what? Then what? Then you got in the car and headed east to the beach. Yeah, then we went to the beach. That was a, looked like a good time. I didn't get the invite for that one. 
dude's house burns down and people just stop asking him to do you know what i don't do a lot of stuff anyway i'm just there's no way you were going yeah but the whole i look like the whole crew that looked like a mid i look like a mid-spring version of the summertime get down Mm, no pretty good crew it was very good crew yep didn't get the i want everybody listening to understand that like it's i wasn't invited this, this is gonna get turned on me somehow go ahead no you i mean look you, you've been i mean th- these are these are the core group of friends that they've all like you better and again i'll say it you're better company i don't blame them but i mean it just just the courtesy of, of of a hey you know any chance again the answer would have been no i was on i was on you know kid duty at home um wouldn't have been able to swing it but you know just want the right to say I can't make it. Didn't get I, I, I didn't get the invite. Looked like a lot of fun. Can we talk about what your wife did this weekend? Yeah. I, I just that's amazing to me. Like she is <laughs> you guys obviously have had a little things going on mm-hmm. with the house. She went out to California and ran a marathon. Yeah, well, she runs marathons like it's like it's a forty. Just well, let's be. She she'd be the first to say it was it was, it was a, this was a half big. Surf. Okay, regardless, it's okay. Further Think than I've tra- run. How much was she training for it? It was kind of hard to train after the house caught on fire. Exactly, that's right. my point. Right, right. No, but this was this was uh, one of her very best friends um, who. Uh, has been through been through plenty and they're, they're raising money um for in support of uh, cancer research and um yeah no she you know i i have such admiration you know i left her a note when she was getting ready to leave just sort of a, a, a of a an atta girl i mean just you know we've been lucky i talked about this after this you know after we had this house fire and you find out that you know you've got a community that you have your back i admire i admire my bride because she's the kind of friend that you want people to be be the kind of friend that's there when it's the worst right when Mm -hmm. you're going through your worst episodes in life when you need somebody to be there to help kind of stand you up she's been that kind of friend uh to her friend sam and um and so i just i admire that uh a lot and so yeah yeah she she was out uh running a half marathon and uh carmel and big sur i guess it's a huge uh oh yeah marathon and it's I mean, it's cold and windy and hilly and, you know, then she's on a plane to fly back across the country and, you know, got on mom duty. <laughs> I'm like last night, I'm look, I'll, I, I'll get up with the kids and I'm thinking to my health, like, I don't know what they're going to eat. Like I made them, I made them pancakes. <laughs> this is great. I made them pancakes on Sunday. Now I actually am a pretty good pancake maker, but in our house where I know where the pancake stuff is, I'm pretty good. We, we just had frozen ones and, yeah. and I microwaved them. There was too hard. There was something in the center of one of them. It just was like, like nuclear, like permafrost. There was this, there was this frozen part in the middle of the, of the pancake that when I, and I, and it, and he's my one son's like, it's just a hard, something hard in the middle of this. And then I kept cooking it to the point that it like caught on fire. Mm. And so I got my little guy, like he, he was trying to be diplomatic, but then this morning, my wife told me, she's like, yeah, Sam said, how are the pancakes? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy made pancakes. They were horrible. <laughs> now, I want to be clear here. I didn't make them so much. I just, when I'm in charge, like, they're pretty good. I jazz them up with a little vanilla, a little chocolate chip. We get a little, you know, some fruit, if you like. These I just put in the microwave, but my man said they were horrible. And let me tell you what, they were. So had I had to get them off to school, you know, I don't know if they'd have been fed, you know. Yeah. So anyway, did yeah, you no. ask while they were eating? How were they? See, that's I, my I always try and ask them how the food is while they're eating. That way I don't get any blindside reports from when they talk to mom. I didn't need to ask because I knew. <laughs> okay. And I just was kind of banking on the fact that uh, I could go to Chipotle for lunch and we would get over the breakfast. Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> in review, we did go to Chipotle for lunch, but that did not absolve me from the horrible grade that uh, I received when wife got back from 
running that's, a half marathon, that's which that's that's what she got up and did. Uh, yeah. On God bless. Yeah, no doubt. Which is not way, normal. No, I mean, it's again, it's just I, I the long list of things that make her great. But, the, you know, the uh, yeah. just be, being being the, go, Steph. being the kind of friend that's uh, that's there in the darkest hours. Uh, that's that's what life's about. And uh, again, we've been on the receiving end of that. Uh, a lot here lately and so that's that's the good stuff um anybody that's got some some pancake mix you want to drop it off actually you know what i can i can get to the grocery store and buy that myself but what was that in the middle of that pancake what was that some sort of frozen it was frozen and then I, it didn't unfreeze no matter how much i did cooked you put it. too many on the plate in the microwave when you heated them up how many is too many more had, than more are they the regular size ones or yeah, I, they were they well they didn't seem that big i had three in there but they weren't on yeah. top of each other they were spread out yeah dude there was something in the middle there they're like i don't know it might have been a it might have been a foreign object but it did catch on fire <laughs> i could just hear my poor son they were uh, horrible i was starving all day horrible never leave again <laughs> Oh boy. Oh. Okay. Well, um, we've managed to just ramble on incoherently about nothing. All right. I got one word for you, and I'll have a report on it for next pod. Okay. I'm listening. Friday night, we have recital. What kind of recital? Dance. Are, are we nervous? Can't wait. Oh, this is, there's excitement. Oh, God. Middle, oh yeah, that she's she's a piece of work. That one. <laughs> so she's got a dance recital. Oh yeah. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Oh yeah, want to come? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, wait, we're we're working Friday. I know. I got to go to this, and then I'm coming in. I was gonna. I'm giving you permission to just blow it off. Just go celebrate. Go to go to Shakey's. <laughs> Well, that was literally any big night. You just go to Shakey's. It was a pizza joint. Is there still Shakey's? I don't think so. Oh. That's a shame because, boy, any, any big thing was made bigger if you could go to Shakey's, get some pie. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, so that there you go. Hey, everybody oh, yeah. out there, if you're Can't still wait. listening, all four of you still listening, next week we'll begin with a recital <laughs> breakdown. And um, I hope everybody has a great week. Go get them. 